Welcome to the Westmoreland Podcast. We are two sisters who were raised as readers and world travelers. We grew up under the same roof but have pretty different reading tastes. This podcast is our way to keep in touch with one another and with our listeners via our reading lives. I'm Heidi. I live in Central Virginia with my husband, Alexander, and our four kids. I'm a freelancer, homeschool mom, and avid reader. On today's episode, I have a couple of sweet read-aloud memories to share and a few classic books to recommend for your next possibly rained out camping trip or vacation. This is episode 12 of season two, and I'm so glad you're here. Before I get started with today's episode topic, I'm going to give a quick little um, announcement. Our season two listener survey is live, and that is because the next episode, episode 13, is going to be the season finale of season two. And so our survey is live. We have some questions for you. We really want listener feedback from you about where to move forward and what to do in season three and things you want to hear about and books you want to hear about. So jump on over to our Instagram at Westmoreland Podcast, follow the link tree, and you'll be able to click on the season two survey. We would listen. I would really appreciate it. So um, with that said, I am excited to talk about today's topic. I was searching for topics, trying to figure out what to do. I had scheduled to do this episode myself today, and a friend asked for or suggested rather um, recommended read alouds for like vacation or car trips or something. And these two memories just jumped into my head because they're some of my sweetest memories from college. The first one was a 10-day backpacking trip that me and I think five or six other friends took around Lake Superior. So on the trip, we had about a four-hour drive to get to our starting point on the trail, and then we hiked and camped for 10 days with like a break in between where we got the cars and drove to another spot and hiked and camped some more. We spent some time actually on Lake Superior, like on the beach, cooking soup on the beach over an open fire. It was phenomenal. Um, And during the whole trip, what we did was each car, there were two cars full of girls. Each car had an audiobook version of the book we read. And then when we were all together camping, we had a paper copy and we took turns going around reading aloud at night. Um, This was so much fun. And it was a great way to facilitate some conversations, some ideas, some discussion on what was actually a really long camping trip together. Like 10 days is a long time for a bunch of college girls to spend together, like with no one else around and with not a lot to do. We didn't have a lot of technology. Our cell phones barely got reception. Like it was just us. And so having a read aloud book where we read the whole thing was awesome. It was just awesome. So that book for that camping trip was called Life of Pi by Jan Martel. Um, you might have seen the movie if you haven't read the book. The movie was pretty good, but this is definitely one of those cases where I recommend reading the book first. So Pai Patel is a God-loving boy. He's the son of a zookeeper. He has a fervent love of stories and practices Hinduism, Christianity, and Islam all at once. That sounds a little odd to someone who might have been raised under one religious tradition, but he explains it in detail in the book. When Pai is 16, his family and their zoo animals emigrate from India to North America aboard a Japanese cargo ship. Alas, the ship sinks and Pai finds himself in a lifeboat. His only companions, a hyena, an orangutan, a wounded zebra, and a 450-pound Bengal tiger. Soon, the tiger has dispatched all but Pai. And the adventure ensues. It 
is a great read aloud. It is definitely a read aloud that you want to read the whole thing with a group of people. And that's why it was a great choice for that particular backpacking camping trip. That's Life of Pi by Jan Martel. And you can maybe tell from that description that what I'm what I'm suggesting, what I'm explaining today is not just a good read aloud for a vacation with your kids. It's a good read aloud where you can, with whatever group of people you're with, read an entire book on one trip together. Um, there's something about that experience that is so cool and so special. And on that note, I'm going to tell you about the second book. So the second trip happened right after my college graduation. I was dating my husband, Alexander. We had been together just a couple of months and we were all set to go camping, not really camping. We were all set to go to a cabin um, in Northern Michigan for four or five days with four other friends. Um, two of these friends were engaged to each other. The other two were not, but everybody was comfortable. We had spent a lot of time together over that, um, over our senior year. And so we were going to go to a cabin. Well, that fell through at the last minute. And we ended up at a state park, um, getting there at like 11 o'clock at night. So it was dark and woke up the next morning to find it raining and not just raining a little bit, but raining a lot. So <laughs> here we are in a state park on what is supposed to be our post-graduation camping trip that's supposed to be really fun. You have a couple who's engaged to each other, a couple who's dating each other, and then two single people who are kind of like, hold on a second, what did we just get ourselves into here? <laughs> um, and so what we did was we rigged up a huge tarp that covered a big section of our campsite. We put our fire pit underneath the tarp and we sat around a campfire for three days and read aloud C.S. Lewis's Till We Have Faces. For a rained out camping trip, it was a fun and great book to read aloud. The book takes place mostly in the castle of a barbarian. So even though it's not necessarily a lot of time in the book, you know, outside, toward the end of the book, you go into a fantasy or spiritual world um, from the woods, but the whole book, you have this feeling and this atmosphere of things being rustic and um, not modern, not clean, not easy to maneuver, even for the characters of, in the book who live in that situation. Um, I talked about the plot um, on a previous episode, but really quick, I'll just reiterate that the main character is the sister of Psyche, and it is the myth of Cupid and Psyche retold from the perspective of Psyche's older sister, who is her caretaker, her guardian, her protector against the barbarian chauvinistic society that would otherwise take advantage of her beauty, and ultimately has a very possessive kind of love over her. And so when Cupid chooses her as his bride, things go pretty crazy, pretty quickly. It's a great book for some introspection, some spiritual discussion, and especially among six college students who were classically educated. Like it didn't get much better than this to read the entire book aloud over three days around a rained out campsite. Um, so that is Till We Have Faces by C.S. Lewis. Now I'm going to move on into the next segment and recommend three other classics that you might want to read aloud on your vacation. Whether you're backpacking and you have a lot of time with a very specific group of people and you want to read an entire book aloud, or you're with some very bookish people who all love to read and who would be like, yeah, let's read a book. 
duh, while we're on vacation, that would be awesome. Or you have a bunch of kids and middle schoolers or people at different ages in your group and you need a um, an activity that will bring all of you together doing the same thing that's low-key and also very entertaining. So the three books that I've chosen today are classics. And the reason I did that is because classics kind of appeal to all ages in an easy way. These are easy picks for groups of people maybe of different ages or different backgrounds. There's going to be something in these books for everyone. And that's why I chose them um, for entire read alouds on your vacation, whether it's rained out or not. Here we go. So the first two are what would be considered middle grade um, or maybe even children's books, but they are definitely classics. You've heard of them before. The first one is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, this is the classic adventure story of the Hobbit going to find and defeat the dragon smog and find the treasure with the dwarves. And you can't be a good adventure story when you're out on vacation. And I will say about the Hobbit, um, our kids have not actually heard the whole book aloud yet. It is on our read aloud list, but my husband sent, spent now four or five weeks um, retelling the Hobbit in his own words to our kids, just in a way that was more accessible to them than just reading the book when they were younger. And they all still remember so many details and they're very excited to hear the actual book. And that's why I thought for a read aloud on vacation, this would be a great pick. Book number two is The Last Battle by C.S. Lewis. This is the seventh book in the Narnia series. And I chose this book because it primarily takes place in the woods with a tumble-down shack, a money-making, power-grabbing scheme to remove power from the last king of Narnia, and ultimately the end of the world. Some of the descriptions in here are intense. I was a little hesitant for my eight and six-year-old to actually hear this one yet, just because it is so much um, imaginatively to grab onto, but they loved it, of course, because most kids not all kids, but most kids love Narnia. And I thought this would be a great outdoor reading experience if you're camping to read the entire book aloud. It's also short, so it doesn't have to take a ton of time. Um, and if you have nothing else to do, it's a great option. Okay, book number three is maybe for an older audience. I definitely would have picked this as a contender for my group of girls backpacking together for 10 days. Um, and it is A Room with a View by E.M. Forster. The reason I would make this older is because there is some sexual content, there is a little bit of nudity, nudity and there's just some complex social <clears throat> subjects that honestly would probably be boring for a younger audience. The prose is a little much if you're not used to reading classics, but if you do have bookish people with you or you want to just give something a try that might grab somebody's attention, here's the summary for you. In common with much of his other writing, this work by the eminent English novelist and essayist E.M. Forster displays an unusually perceptive view of British society in the early 20th century. Written in 1908, A Room with a View is a social comedy set in Florence, Italy, and Surrey, England. Its heroine, Lucy Honeychurch, struggling against straight-laced Victorian attitudes of arrogance, narrow-mindedness, and snobbery, falls in love while on ho holiday in Italy with the socially unsuitable George Emerson. 
Caught up in a claustrophobic world of pretentiousness and rigidity, Lucy ultimately rejects her fiancé, Cecil Weiss, and chooses instead to wed her true love, the young man whose sense of freedom and lack of artificiality became apparent to her in the Italian pensione where they first met. This classic exploration of passion, human nature, and social convention is reprinted here, complete and unabridged. Sorry, that's the copy that I have. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a Dover thrift edition. So anyway, I chose this partly because of the subject matter, because it does involve some travel and some romance, um, but also a lot of it takes place out takes place outside in nature with some really beautiful descriptions. And, um, you know, you have the young girl who sees a man naked for the first time in the middle of the woods next to a stream. And so you have that weird kind of juxtaposition of her like mental struggle while she wrestles with something she's never seen before in a place that she has seen and experienced her entire life outside among the trees and the birds and the flowers and the water. So I thought this would be a fun read aloud on vacation. I haven't tried it, but if I ever do a ladies trip with some very bookish friends, I might, I don't know. Um, but that's my third recommendation, A Room with a View by E.M. Forster. So I hope that this episode has given you some ideas of some books you might read, or even just the idea of reading an entire book on a camping trip together with your group. Um, it's a great way to spend the time. It's a great way to build memories. I can't recommend it enough. And so that's why I am. So thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. Fill out our listener survey if you have a minute. And we'll see you next week with Lissa in our season finale. To support the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen or give us a shout out on social media. Our listeners are an important part of the podcast growing and reaching the right audience. So thank you. For full show notes with links to everything I mentioned on today's episode, visit our website, westmorelandpodcast.com. If you have any questions or want to talk books, find us at Westmoreland Podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at westmorelandpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading. Mm -hmm.